I've been waiting 23 years to say that. Hey, look at that! My computer that's been a slow piece of shit this whole time actually started recording as soon as I hit record. It's because you cleared all the porn for now. I know, I, for now, yeah. Oh, although most of the porn I keep on my phone, I mean... <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? My phone is fingerprint locked. Nobody could get into it anyway unless they cut my finger off. And I'm not going to say which of my ten fingers it is, so... I don't... Wow. I don't know why. All right, then. <laughs> All righty, then. <sighs> I've had a weird day. I've had a long day, and <laughs> the world is weird, and this is the FBI's Most Unwanted. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. All right, and uh, we've been off for a little bit, so we're diving back in. We're in Season 2, Episode 24, the next-to-last episode of the season. It originally aired May 12th, 1995. It is titled Our Town. In yeah, the was, middle of our street. Our... <laughs> it was directed by Rob Bowman and written by Frank Spotnitz. And it's weird to me that this is a Frank Spotnitz episode because he's one of the guys, uh, he's one of the regular writers on the show. He writes usually some pretty good episodes. And I watched this episode twice in preparation for this episode and I still am very glad I have the summary of it in front of me because this episode is so forgettable. Well, it's like I told you, I went back to watch it a second time and and then it's like I, I text you being like, I don't know what happened the first time I watched this, but mm-hmm. I don't remember half this shit. <laughs> well, according to this... Uh, of course, Frank Spotnitz originally went on to be uh, an executive producer of the show, and it was his first standalone episode for the show, and uh, according to him, because it was his first uh, episode, his first standalone episode, uh, he thought he wanted to write about, quote, the most despicable and vile things he could imagine, which turned out to be cannibalism and chicken processing, which uh, 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 the chicken processing and yeah, those are two pretty vile things. Yeah. Earlier, they had like cannibalism involved. Uh, cannibalism comes up from time to time in most things like this because cannibalism is a, uh, it's involved in a lot of different rituals. Yeah, there's a very, I forget which episode already, but there's definitely a Mm -hmm. variation of some sort of cannibalistic act, I believe, earlier in this, in this show. Off the top of my head, recall. Well, I mean, uh... Squeeze is yeah. a little bit about cannibal. Uh, the two episodes with uh, Tombs are both a little bit about cannibalism because Tombs has like freakish powers, but he eats human livers. Uh, so there's a few things. Yeah. 
Um, but it also, this episode also gets really weird. Like it's got cannibalism. It's got the, oh, by the way, I've been reading a book, uh, about, uh, how to prevent, uh, the next big pandemic. And last night I just read a whole disgusting thing about chicken processing plants. Like it's really bad. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> this is, if I already wasn't vegetarian, this might, there's like, they're always covered in shit. And there's like, I'm like, Oh God, I can't. Anyway. Um, did it, did it, did it. I'm trying to look at some of the more background stuff here. Uh, yeah, and there's a whole subplot with, um, I guess he got it from, uh, he was inspired by uh, a movie called Bad Day at Black Rock from 1955, which is about a town that has a terrible secret. And he also was inspired by an article he read about salamander cannibalism and how uh, salamanders being cannibalistic makes them sick. And so that's why when he began writing this episode, he eventually turned it into this thing um, about whatever this uh, uh, disease is that they come down in, come down with in the show that comes from the cannibalism. And it's, uh, buh, 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 buh. it has a hilarious name. Yeah, it does, but there's, I'm just trying to see. Hotchkins, whatever, it's a long name. <laughs> yeah, uh, of the end result, Spotnitz said, I was very pleased with the way it was executed, and I think it was a good mystery. He later wrote that he, quote, liked it more as time has gone on. Um, so, uh, and it was, let me see how... Yeah, uh, well, at the time it came out, it was not very well received, and we will talk about that <laughs> as we go through the episode. Okay, that was a lot. Um, this starts in a town called Dudley, Arkansas, where a government health inspector named George Kearns is going out to the woods to get busy with a young hot woman that is... Uh, Taking him out into the woods for some sexy time. He you know, goes to like, like that's the normal thing to do these days. Well, and he's clearly having an affair, and she clearly doesn't want to be seen with him, quote unquote. Uh, he he's like starts to have a heart attack. He has to take his nitroglycerin pills, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he like follows her out into the woods, and he's like, "Where are you?" And you know, he loses track of her. And then uh, he finds himself surrounded by lights in the woods, and then he's killed by a dude in a tribal mask with an axe. Yeah. So then, obviously, uh, Kearns, he's reported missing because uh, he's a government health inspector, and a witness claims to have seen Foxfire near Dudley, and Foxfire is... Um, Native American uh, speak for ghosts or something. Yeah, sort. there's yeah. yeah, there's a lot of in actually um it in nature it's actually it has a natural explanation. It's uh bioluminescence uh fungus. Uh but in Native American lore, you're right, it's like spirits and stuff like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like so a spirit like leaving this earth or something along those lines. Yeah, and so Fa uh, Mulder is like, hey, um, 
you know, it's in this town, the home of Chaco Chicken. Uh, and Scully's like, okay, well, there's literally any list of reasons. Like, Foxfire is ridiculous, and there's literally any number of reasons a man could go missing. And Mulder's like, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, except until I remembered this video from when I was a kid of, like, this news report. And it's like this guy... Being like, they took me, they took me, and there was like fire, and they wanted my, they wanted a pound of flesh, and they wanted, you know, just this crazy guy ranting and rambling, and he eventually is talking about fire and everything, and Fox is like, oh yeah, by the way, that happened in Dudley, Arkansas, home of Chaco Chicken, <laughs> which, yeah, um, like, what was it like the, because they were talking about like they were just throw being thrown just random cases, at this point, and it's yes, like, that's yeah, she was like, um. They're purposefully trying, like, this doesn't make any sense. They're purposefully trying to undermine you, Mulder. They're just throwing us random cases. At yeah, because there's definitely, like, a like a chicken pun in there as well yeah. that Mulder's, like, super proud of. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, they find this great big burnt spot on the ground. And Scully's like, okay, this could have been anything. Like, this could have been a bonfire. And Mulder's like, oh, yeah, what about that witch peg right there <laughs> and it's like a stick in the ground and he's like which pegs are some something and the sheriff comes up he's like oh hey trash burning i keep telling them not to burn the trash but you know they just keep doing it a uh, yuck a uh, yuck <laughs> yeah and, well, uh, you know, and everybody knew that he was uh, stepping out on his wife all the time. They had a, George was stepping out on his wife. They had a pretty bad marriage and yada, yada, yada. So they go and they see this woman's wife and she's like, yeah, he probably just ran off on me with like his latest fling. Uh, except, you know, he was about to uh, recommend that the chicken plant get closed down for health violations. <laughs> and so we go to the chicken plant where there's a woman there um, who is starting to hallucinate. And we see that a little bit. Yeah, she um, like picks up a chicken and it, like, it turns to a, a head. head. Yeah. And at this point... Mulder and Scully, they're getting a tour of the plant, and the manager there uh, is like, yeah, he had a vendetta against us. Like, he hated us. Uh, we have four other inspectors come through here. They always give us perfect grades, and he was like, nope, you fail. And then this woman, like, freaks out, and she grabs a knife, and she holds the plant manager at gunpoint. And Mulder and Scully are like, whoa, hang on. Hang on, Paula. Hang on. And uh, the sheriff is also there, and he shoots this woman, and she falls into that disgusting slurry. Oh, it's so gross looking. It's so it's so bad. And there's more grossness later on as we get. Yeah. There's that slurry uh, that I get. Mulder um, finds out that it's the ground-up chicken parts that they can't sell, that they cook mix with grain, and then feed back to the chickens. Well, yeah, it's the same process that they do with some pigs sometimes. Well, and that's how mad cow disease started. Yeah. I mean, which, mad cow disease comes into this a little bit because, um, well, I'll talk about it in a minute. So, um, 
the the doctor at the plant because it has its own doctor uh is like yeah she would come in from time to time saying she had a lot of headaches and i guess george kearns also complained about the headaches that was one of his uh complaints against the plant uh something called line sickness which is um Something that, uh, having worked in a factory, I, I worked in Ben and Jerry's for a little bit. If you watch things go by you at a high rate of speed for a long time, you do feel weird. Like, it's a thing that happens. So, um, so they go to... Well, uh, they, they, are, they are doing the autopsy. Well, no, first oh. they go and they actually see Walter Chaco, oh, the yeah. founder of Chaco Chicken. Because they find out that Paula is is the granddaughter of Walter Chaco. And he's like, gives this whole weird speech. He's like, Yo, chickens are God's perfect animal. We eat their meat and we eat their eggs and we sleep on pillows stuffed with their feathers. <laughs> and it's like, oh God, you're a little obsessed with chicken there, Colonel Sanders. Are you still there? I'm still here. I got oh. I got a little scared for a second because my audacity just <laughs> like hit a went to not responding and now it's going again. Oh, whew. Because yeah. I was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Okay. No, but yeah. Anyway, she, yo, this is okay. I know you're you've gone vegetarian and stuff, yeah. which is cool and all. Uh, I'm very much a I kind of started eating meat late in the game. But, and this kind of happened with me the last when I also watched like um when I watched like Super Size Me or mm -hmm. um uh what was that Food Nation? Yep. We're like yeah I I understand what they're trying to do, but at the same time watching these things, now I really want some chicken now or like <laughs> some fried chicken. Give me some KFC right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, they find uh, they're doing the autopsy and they. find find uh something real weird they find out that uh paula's personnel file at the plant gives her age as 47 and i had a i had a mo i had a real uh moment where i remembered this was the 90s because they're like Mulder was like look here it says her birth date is 1958 that would make her 47 and i was like oh yeah that's <laughs> or you know what 1950 48, I guess, because this was 1995. Yeah, so, so yeah, it'd be like, about like the 1940s or 1950s, something like that. Yeah, late 1940. And, yeah. But apparently she appears, she looks like she's in her 20s, and they're like, uh, wait, how is this possible? Like, how does she look like she's this young? 50? And so this is when they find out that she suffered from Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Which is, which just sounds I made know. up. But it's a prion disease, just like uh, mad cow disease, that comes from. And this is what I was talking about with mad cow disease. This is where, you, if you know, about, which maybe back then nobody did, but the, uh, maybe it wasn't as prominent. But now, like if you know about mad cow disease, mad cow disease, they got it from eating cow me like they they would do what they're doing with the chickens only they grind up cows and they give it to the cows and the cows would eat the cows and that's how they so you're like oh she has a 
brain disease kind of like mad cow disease? Like, is she now eating people? Like, it's it's a clue, anyway. Um, so, uh, then, uh, Mulder and Scully, they're driving in the next scene, and they nearly collide with a Chaco chicken truck, and there's this big car accident, and they learned that the driver who died, uh, he also had Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, this is a rare disease. Like, how do two people in the same town have the same disease? And they start to speculate, well, maybe it's in the chicken. And Mulder's like, well, if it was in the chicken, like, this company ships chicken all over the world, or all over the country, wouldn't this just be everywhere and this is when they notice this is so gross Mulder happens to notice Mulder notices the stream and it's like got red glumpy stuff in it and he's like hey sheriff what's going on with the water and the sheriff's like ah run off from the plant and I'm like they're just letting this shit just kind of run into their stream (laughs) that's gross um maybe that's why they were gonna get shut down by this other guy um and Mulder's like oh uh hey did when when George Kearns went missing did did anybody look in this stream for George Kearns and the sheriff's like no why would we do that and and Mulder's like uh so how about you get some people to do that and the sheriff's like uh yeah i mean do you really want to that's gross like i don't want it's a that's a big gross job and Mulder's like i could get my own people to do it for you and the sheriff is finally like oh fine we'll look in the stream and they bring up a whole lot of bones uh the bones so many yeah nine whole people (laughs) including george kearns and this is when they realize uh looking at all the bones that the skulls are all missing Uh, it's nine whole people minus their heads and that all the bones apparently have been boiled (laughs) um which is funny because like Mulder, uh 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 friggin scully comes in with like a thing of eating the, oh yeah she's chicken. got the whole big tub of fried chicken yeah and he's like well but but i look at these bones because of the way they're kind of polished and whatever they they were definitely boiled and you're and scully's like so you're telling me that there's a possibility people have been eating like these people yeah, she's just got that big bucket of chicken the whole time just like looking so disgusted yeah, I at know. it uh so um randolph well who is the doctor and uh harold who is the plant manager they're talking about the uh uh whoops 
the truck driver. Yes, that's right. They're they're uh, whew, they're talking about the bones and they're the truck driver and they're talking about the increase in the Kreutzfeld Jakob cases. And Randolph says something about, well, how come Mr. Chaco isn't doing anything? Like, how come he's just sitting by and Harold's like, don't worry, don't worry, I'll talk to him. And so you realize that there's like something going on here and that these guys are involved and that Walter Chaco is involved. And so this episode just jumps from place to place. It's uh, it, it, it does, because then I well, think they, it jumps to... The it's, wife of... Yeah, Mulder and Scully, they, uh, they're they uh, checking FBI records, and they find that 87 people have vanished within a 200-mile radius of Dudley, Arkansas, over the past 50 years. And Mulder is like, hey, um, I think that the reason all these... Remember uh, how... Paula was almost 50 and she looked like she was in their 20 in her 20s and you know how those bones were boiled like I think everybody here is eating other people in order to prolong their lives and have longer lives and Scully's like what and Mulder's like well you know some cannibals uh some cultures that practice cannibalism believe it gives you longer life well what if it's true that's why Paula would look like that and uh by the way uh George Kearns was probably the first person that had the Kreutzfeld Jakob disease and that would explain how the truck driver got it and how anybody else in town might now come down with it because they ate him. <laughs> and so Scully's like, yeah, okay. So they try to search the town's birth records to try to make sure that uh, Paula's age on her personnel file was accurate, but they find that those uh, documents have been destroyed yeah, someone walked in and torched yep. the place. <laughs> so, uh, back at Chaco's mansion, Chaco and Harold, this is when they meet up with Doris Kearns, George's husband, yeah. who apparently uh, helped in the killing of her husband. And uh, Chaco is like, yep. Yep. Uh, don't worry. We'll take care of it. Just, you know, make sure that you uh, lie to the FBI. Like, don't don't help them out. But Doris calls Mulder and is like, I think Mr. Chaco wants to kill me. And when she hangs up the phone, she gets attacked by that axe wielding dude in the tribal mask. And so... Uh, Scully goes to help Doris, not knowing, obviously, that she's been attacked already, but she's like, oh, this woman called. She thinks she's going to get killed. I'll go help her. And Mulder is like, okay, cool. I'll go to Chaco's mansion. And you always know that splitting up is going to lead to, like, shit going down. <laughs> As always, I learned from every Scooby-Doo yeah, episode uh, ever. Yeah, by the way, just one other quick thing. 
the super southernness of this episode since it takes place in Arkansas where Mr. Chaco and his family are these like rich white folks and they have a black woman as a maid in a maid's outfit. I was like, whoa, <laughs> shit. Very, very, uh, very uh, hip with the times. Um, and it was the <laughs> 90s. Like, it was like, oh, boy. Yeah. And, so anyway, she go. Mulder goes, and the 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 housekeeper is like, no, no, Mister. Uh, like, I'll go see if Mister. Uh, Chaco is here. Mulder breaks into a cabinet for some reason that I can't. Yeah, this was so bizarre. He like looks around at like some of the stuff in the house when I'll go. He's upstairs. Like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go get busy him. Busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like she comes back. Well, he's already. And- He's no, like, yeah, she hasn't sleeping. come back when he, or does she come back before or after he finds the yeah, head? Yeah, yeah. He she comes back and mentions it because she's she comes downstairs and is like, "Sorry, he's asleep." And that's when he is like, for some reason, looking at the cabinet and he's starting to leave, but instead grabs like a ordained ornament, yes! starts smashing it while the maid yeah, was like, you can't no open reason, that. For no reason, by the way. Like he, A. Yeah. A, he doesn't have a warrant to search the front. And B, like, you're right. It's it's a case of what we've talked about before where Mulder just happens to be right. Like for no reason. Uh, or no, did didn't he see the picture of Chaco with the people? In there was like a, there was like a ca- there was a case full of like artifacts from when he went to like Africa or something. But in nothing New Guinea, ab- in know. New Guinea, but nothing about it. At least yeah, from what I saw, yeah, it was just a picture of him with some tribesmen. Yeah, it had nothing specific, and they don't bring this back up at all either. Uh, they do at the end. Oh, they we'll, do. I totally we'll talk about. Yeah, it's in part of Scully's little voiceover oh. at the end. But like, yeah, but it's just like he's just like, oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and open this. Also, <laughs> just... another thing, totally, totally out of the blue. Who leaves? Who decides, like, in their main hallway to have a cabinet full of heads if you don't yes! want anyone finding it? <laughs> Why is his <laughs> locked cabinet full of heads in his foyer? Yeah, it makes no sense. That just <laughs> means you right want to be caught. His front door. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but it is. It's like, yeah, no, you want to keep that in a locked closet as far away as possible in an attic or basement. Not be like the mantelpiece when you first walk in. Come on in. Here's my cabinet full of heads. And as you can people. see of my nice Fabergé egg. <laughs> <laughs> And so Mulder, he runs out and he calls Scully, but she is being knocked out on the other end of the phone. She's being attacked by Chaco. By Chaco, yeah. And he, she, they go into the field, and uh, a bonfire is started, and all the townsfolk are—they're going to eat Doris, and or they have eaten Doris, and Chaco is like. What are you doing? Like, we kill outsiders. We don't kill our own people. Like, we kill the outsiders. That's why I brought this this FBI agent here. And uh, Harold is like, uh, nope, this is your fault. You allowed the Kreutzfeld-Jakob epidemic to occur, which I don't know how it's his fault that they didn't know that this guy had a disease and they ate them. Yeah, but not whatever. quite sure. 
And so uh, the dude in the mask uh, kills Mr. Chaco. And then they're about to kill Scully. And Mulder arrives and he shoots the dude with the axe. And the dude with the axe is the sheriff for no real reason at all. And not only that, but Harold gets trampled by people just randomly going in different directions. They hear the gunshots and they start running. And so they trample Mulder or not trample Mulder. They trample Harold to death. But it's so funny how it's done because like it's not that big. I mean, yeah, the whole town's there, but it's not that big of a town. No. So it's like and so it's like I'm clearly it's just people running in circles. It must be because uh, either my mother or my aunt, I can't remember who this happened to. I remember the story, but I can't remember which one of them it was. They grew up on a farm and one of them got run over by cows and they're a lot, but only like a couple of the cows yeah. and cows are fucking big. <laughs> they are huge. They weigh like a ton. And so, but it, so yeah, you're right. It's just a funny idea. People just running around in circles. Just running around in circles until he's the guy's dead. got it's a like gun. A... Run in the circles. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like almost like a circle pit at at uh, yeah, the, at like a con- circle a metal pit coat. at a concert. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and so anyway, uh, the ending scene, this is, uh, it's the plant being closed down by the Department of Agriculture, uh, and, you know, they're rolling in to do their investigation, and Scully's voiceover is like, uh, 27 of the residents of the town have died from Kreutzfeldt-Jakob, uh, she reveals that Mr. Chaco was actually 93 years old at the time of his death, even though he didn't look like he was 93 years old or act like he was 93 years old. And he had original, uh, apparently he had spent time with the cannibalistic jail tribe, J-A-L-E, after his transport plane was shot down over New Guinea during World War II. Uh, She says his remains were never found, and the final scene suggests that his remains are being fed to the chickens because there's a guy going out and feeding them that disgusting slurry, and he pulls a a chunk of gray hair out of it and stuffs it in his pocket. See, I... Like I told you, I've watched this episode twice. The first time around, I clearly forgot stuff. Second time around, clearly missed that one little bit. This is one of the, not only that, this is one of the worst summations I have done in a while, uh, because I've watched this twice. I had the, um, I had the plot summary in front of me and I'm like this plot summary. I am not remembering any detail like this. It's a good thing. I have this, this episode so forgettable. It really is. I mean, overall I give it like a C grading. Just because oh. I just can't, I just couldn't like, I just couldn't remember jack shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I couldn't help but uh, but giggle every time they say Kreuzfeldt Yakum because all I can <laughs> think about, Yacom. all I can think about is either made up word or like <laughs> a, some weird thing that the Animaniacs would come up with. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, I'm actually even lower than you. Uh, for me, this one is in like the C minus D plus range. All right. Uh, I, the fact that I needed the plot summary that much to describe the episode that badly, coupled with the fact that I watched this twice, and the second time I couldn't pay attention. I was like, "This is." I'm having a really hard time. So I, I just was like, "No, I can't." I can't, it, it's not, look, nothing is as bad as space. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not, um, shit, what was the episode with the killer computer? I can't remember the title of that episode off the, but the, the killer computer that yeah. like took over the building, that one was even worse, but this is almost that bad. This was, yeah, it was pretty awful. I mean, like. I, I I just went with C just because I was like yeah I like of this of what I've seen so far throughout this season mm-hmm. uh, it just was like yeah this is a plain C I remember the first time and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep at one point I think that's why I forgot like the second half of it I'm just like I don't remember jack shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and like overall I was like yeah it's a cannibal story whatever chickens now I want to go eat chicken. Um, yep. The one thing I will say, and it, it, I've said it before, and it still bugs me, and I'm sure I'm going to say it again as we go through most of this, but Scully w- sometimes bugs me of how she still is not believing some of this stuff. It gets worse. It, 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 I, I will openly say <laughs> that that is one of, for as much as I love this show, that is one of my biggest pet peeves because it progressively gets worse that she uh not only that she doesn't believe what Mulder is saying because she clearly knows all this crazy shit yeah but the the fact that she in not believing Mulder also never gets to be right yeah <laughs> like, it's just insane it, like how much this through like she was totally behind the cannibalism aspect of this Somewhere around, uh, oh boy, it takes a while. Uh, the movie is between seasons, the movie is between seasons five and six. I want to say somewhere around season five, she finally stops being so unbelieving of Mulder, but just because of the way that the show is constructed and she has to be the the balance to Mulder she always has to present counter arguments to his insanity it's just it also happens that because of this show his insanity has to be right no matter what because yeah. <laughs> so but for there is a period of time where you're right it will be worse you will go why are you even <laughs> bothering <laughs> god scully you've been like abducted by aliens you've seen people float like come on man but it's also uh, you know what it reminds me of though is uh, Indiana Jones because if you look at the Indiana Jones series he doesn't believe in the Ark of the Covenant yeah even though chronologic which obviously that movie uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out first but if you're looking at it from a story standpoint because then the next one 
Um, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom actually takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark, but he sees wild, crazy shit in that one. And then in the last one, in uh, Last Crusade, not the last one necessarily, but in Last Crusade, even though he has seen the Ark of the (laughs) Covenant and seen that it destroys people, thinks his father is a nutbag yeah. for chasing the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, those are movies I love, but you look at Indiana Jones and you go, you did dumb, you, man. What happened? Did you forget the other things that happened does, to like, you? Like, does he suffer from an aneurysm or something? Like, <laughs> after every Chris movie? Yakob. Yeah. Yeah, like after every movie, he just like gets bonked on the head one too many times. And the just men forgets. in black show up. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it might be the same thing with Scully. Like maybe she just gets men in blacked after every every adventure. episode of X Files. Just the men in black show up in between and just erase her memory from just bits and pieces. But and leave Malters. Yeah, they're just like, yo, you're cool, man. You're fine. Not only they go, well, we have to have somebody seem like a crazy person. <laughs> All right. Uh, The next episode is the season finale. It's called Anasazi. Uh, It is actually the first part of a three-parter. The third season picks up with uh, the Blessing Way and Paperclip that carry on this one story. And this is a uh, straight-up... Uh, cavalcade of all the superstar characters we have seen up to this point. We see William Mulder, we, uh, you know, Fox's father. We, uh, father. We see Alex Krychek, the Smoking Man. Uh, all three of the Lone Gunmen: Skinner, Scully, Mulder. Uh, they talk about Dwayne Barry in this episode a little Mulder's bit. Mulder's like, package. Oh, I. Mm, he needs Mulder's to come back. Package and- ever come back? <laughs> trying to think him in that red speedo (laughs) i don't know maybe that one red speedo (laughs) episode was enough for the network to go whoa (laughs) (laughs) that actually happened with uh uh way back in the day with uh the batman tv show uh people wrote into the network after in the first couple episodes of batman they thought that burt ward's package was too clearly visible they had well, to they're just pad, prudes. They had to pad Burt Ward's package. Which How is dare they? Apparently uh, legendary, and they had to tie it back a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, every, everybody's homework for next time is Anasazi. We'll talk about that then. Until that time, goodbye, everybody. Later. The FBI's Most Unwanted is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth, Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks. Thanks.